Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. of the paranormal to world headline news we cover it all welcome to the sacred division and now bishop james long okay so for our folks on spreaker you guys are live and we appreciate you guys being here and so howdy dowdy to you guys happy friday to you course clapper hello and and now we're saying hello to all of our friends on facebook youtube and twitter and kgradb radio uh now before we get into the meat and potatoes of the presentation tonight of course happy friday to all of you guys hopefully you're having a beautiful beautiful friday and you're going to do something good for yourself uh because you know whatever it might be just take good care of yourself um and so have some, have some fun, do something, you know, do something you, you got to. Life is short. Life is very, very short. Uh, for, so for, first of all, I want to uh, tell you about a website called KGRADB.com. Uh, that is our, the folks who produces the show. Uh, Mr. Producer is not in tonight. Uh, he's out of town, but it's KGRAD as in dog, B as in bicycle, dot com. And uh, they have some great shows there. They have some really terrific paranormal shows. Uh, thank you there, Jax. Uh, I, I love, I, I tell you what, it's a great format, great format. But uh, if you're going to subscribe, make sure you put Bishop as your promo code. Uh, they're very inexpensive. Uh, but, of course, Bishop, if you put Bishop as your promo code, you're going to get 30% off your subscription. So, I mean, you know, why not? I mean, you, you got, you got to, if you're going to save some money, save some money. So 30% off, make sure you do that. Uh, but put, just put Bishop. It's real simple. And then you get 30% off your subscription. Uh, now, if you want to go to my website, it's really, really simple to, to memorize. It's, or to know it's the name, bishopjameslong.com. Pretty simple. Bishopjameslong.com. Uh, that's who I am. And you can uh, go to that website. And if you're interested in the church, a lot of people are, are, want to know about the church. Well, it's very simple. USOCC.org. So that's a lot of information there, but USOCC.org is the name of our website. And uh, so if you want to go, check it out. Knock yourself out. Knock yourself out. Uh, I've got to change this here. There we go. Now, I do, of course, I do have a YouTube channel, and I do have, of course, Facebook. Um, so you can always reach there if you want. Uh, that would be fine. Uh, we have Night Prayer Tonight. And uh, you can go to the church's website if you want to. Night prayer is at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So night uh, you can um, just simply go to the church's website at usocc.org. And um, there you go, usocc.org. And click on the, um, the, the night prayer. You'll see it. You'll see the little picture. And uh, it'll tell you, click here for night prayer. So that's at 10 p.m. And we pray the Psalms. And so you're more than welcome to join us. We'd love to have you. 
Uh, everyone's invited. It, it doesn't matter what denomination you are. You're all invited. So just hop on over and, and say, uh, say howdy to us. Um, yeah, it is Friday. Thank goodness for that. I tell you what, I am just, uh, it's been a very, very crazy, busy, busy week. I, I tell you. Um, now, obviously, those of you who know, I, I, you probably noticed that I did not welcome our friends t- from TikTok. Well, that's because, of, again, for those of you who don't know, uh, anyway, uh, last Saturday, I thanked our military men and women for serving in our, in our, in our military, and uh, an individual apparently didn't like that. And so they reported my live, and I was kicked off, just like that, just kicked off. Uh, for one week, a one-week suspension for thanking our military men and women on TikTok. Uh, anyway, uh, I won't be, so I'm not live there tonight. Uh, I'll be live on uh, this Sunday at, uh, uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, for Bible study. So we'll, you know, we'll see if, uh, how fast I'll get kicked off again from Bible study because someone didn't like the fact that I used the word Jesus. But it really is. It's, it's gotten to a point where people are just, one person complains and then it just interrupts everything. And that's just so, that's, I don't understand. I, don't, I really don't understand it. Uh, but, it's, it but it's true. It's, it's I, this cancel culture. I don't get it. I just don't get it. Uh, so anyway, uh, we're going to be uh, live this Sunday on TikTok. Uh, but until then, we're going to run our platforms on Clapper. We're going to run our Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Spreaker. And uh, there we go. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't understand. I just, you know, I don't understand why people have to do that. They just have to make other people's lives, they try to make other people's life miserable, don't they? Uh, now, I, I will tell you tonight, I have no idea how long I'm going to be on this evening. Uh, and there is a reason for that. I'm currently um, working a case right now that uh, might require my immediate attention. Uh, there are uh, there's a paranormal team that is uh, investigating a an alleged demonic case, and so uh, depending on what they discover, depending on how violent it gets, uh, whatever, or, or it may not be anything. I just simply we don't know. That's why we have to. Uh, um, that's why we have to do this. Um, yeah, uh, you, the, remember YouTube? The YouTube uh, the, someone complained about YouTube. And YouTube suspended my account. Yeah. So uh, my YouTube, I used to have in a YouTube that had uh, Bishop James Long slash official. Well, now YouTube has contacted, I contacted YouTube, and they said that someone reported the fact that I was um, preaching uh, the generals, what, basically what it was, and they just didn't like it, and so they suspended my account. Uh, so now I have uh, my, I do have a YouTube page. So again, a new YouTube page. This is just getting stupid. It really is getting stupid. Um, that's why I like Spreaker. See, Spreaker doesn't do any of this stuff. Spreaker is strictly audio. And they don't kick you off. They don't cancel you. Uh, but um, if you want to go to my YouTube page, it's a, it's a new one. Uh, and let me just pull that up there. And, uh, I think it's, that's what it is right there. But you can also go to my, my, go, just go on my website, bishopjameslong.com, and scroll under social media. And there it is right there, Facebook at, or YouTube, and click it. and takes you right there. Uh, so that's the that's the YouTube page that I'll be using from now on until until um, YouTube that that decides to suspend that account because I'm preaching the Bible seriously. This is this is what's happening behind the scenes. So yeah, YouTube suspended my account due to uh, Bible study. That's how bad this is getting. And um, 
So anyway, I have I have another account. You can go there. Uh, if not, that's fine. Uh, but that's where you can go. That's where you can find me. And I am on YouTube on that uh, on that thing. So yeah, it just it's gotten to a point now where you can't say anything without worrying about one person getting upset and then or just really not even getting upset. They're just trolling. And if they just troll you uh, and if they just don't like you, then they can just report you and then you can be suspended. Just like it's it's that easy. It really is. It's that easy. And um, it's very, very disrupting. And uh, I don't know. I just, I don't know where this is going. But, um, well, uh, this is, and this is, this is, this is a lot of people. Uh, this is a lot of people that they, they just don't like. A lot of trolling. Uh, there was a person on uh, TikTok who was talking about, uh, he was just recently diagnosed uh, with cancer. And he was talking about his, his experience and his life. And talking to people about it and letting people know. Uh, you know, this the things that he's 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 enduring. Someone didn't like it and they got reported and he's suspended. You see how that's this is what I'm saying. It, it just that's how that's how ridiculous it is. So uh, but, you know, it's one of those things they're going to have to answer to God. And um, I don't think God will laugh, think it's funny when you're trying to interrupt a clergy, you know, doing the Bible study. So but we're here. You're here. And we're going to make the best of it. Right. So I'm just giving you a heads up. If I have to um, hop off early tonight, uh, it is because I'm getting a message from the team that requires immediate um, attention. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see. So again, for those of you just joining us, I'm Bishop James Long. And again, I may have to end the show early tonight. Uh, There is a team. uh, They are investigating a case uh, at at this hour. And uh, it, 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 it has... All the elements of a demonic issue. So, but you you never know until you get in there. You never know. You never ever never know. Um, yeah, I agree. Diane. Happy Friday to you guys. Uh, really, do honestly do something good for yourself this weekend. Whatever it is, whatever it is, do something good for yourself. Uh, you know, whether it's going out for a walk or or just taking a small little one day vacation if you have to. Just you, you got you got to get out. You got to uh, do something good for yourself because uh, I'm telling you, if you don't, you'll get drained very, very, very easily, and your energy just kind of gets zapped. You know. So my favorite place. Uh, people are asking me on Messenger. Um, um, my favorite place. My f- all-time favorite place. No question about. No question. Um, one of my all-time favorite places to visit is Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Love it. Love, love, love Gatlinburg. And um, uh, so. Yeah, I'm definitely going to, I want to plan probably just a little bit of a a couple, three or four day, just getaway, just get away from everything, get to Gatlinburg. It's a really, I I love the mountains. Uh, To me, it's, uh, it's, I just love it. Oh, good. Good. Robert has just let us, uh, Robert is letting us know there on Facebook. Thank you, Robert, for letting us know that Nefarious will be streaming in the next day or two. Wonderful. Uh, Robert, do you know where Nefarious will be streaming? Will it be on, um, what uh, streaming services? Because I've been wanting to watch. Oh, thank you very much. I've been wanting to watch uh, Nefarious, and I, I haven't been able to see it. I haven't even been able to see it for even for sale, which is kind of crazy. Because normally Amazon Prime, Amazon Prime is, has always you know they always sell you know DVDs if it's coming out if it's streamed. I haven't not I have not seen Nefarious even being streamed, or or even the DVD for sale. So, but I definitely want to see Nefarious. People are asking me about it. I have not seen it. I, I have not seen the Paris. Uh, the show yesterday, uh, the Eli Roth, um, 
uh, presents Legion of Exorcist. Uh, that, of course, aired last night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, on the Travel Channel, uh, you know, there's always going to be creative um, licensing, if you will, on shows. Uh, but I think they did a great job uh, with uh, presenting the experience, what it was like walking into that house. And actually, uh, it couldn't. When I got to that house, there was the house was there was ash. That's all it was. And this was a three-story building home. This was a big, big. This was a. Uh, I think they call it uh, something a mansion, a Mac mansion, or mini mansion, or. I forgot what McMahon mansion. I forgot what it was, uh, but it's a little small. It's not a mansion mansion. It's a mini mansion with some term, uh, but it's a big, it was a big home, uh, a three story home. And when I got to that home, uh, there was nothing. I mean, there was no frame. Everything was burnt to a crisp. Everything was destroyed. And uh, when, I I walked into that home and then I looked to the right and I saw uh, that doll on that shelf, that metal shelf. I, I just couldn't understand it. I, I I for that that moment when I saw it, I thought, how in the world? It's a porcelain doll. And and uh, you can sm- you can still smell the 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 burn the the smoke uh, from on the um, on the clothing. You can still smell it, but. It's a porcelain doll, and, and that that fire obviously was so hot that that this three story big home what was ashes, and it went pretty fast. This wasn't a long. This was, I mean, this was scary stuff. I just don't under. I to the, even to this day, I, I think how is it that everything, ever even the wall behind it, it, not there was nothing there. There was nothing. Uh, and uh, but it was still standing. It was just sitting right there, just right there. And so that that was insane. When I saw that, I I thought this is just the most. And, and originally, I kind of thought, okay, I, my immediate thoughts were, to be honest, when I first saw the doll, my immediate thoughts were, I guess because I'm I'm more logical and skeptical, was why are they why are they pranking me? You know, why is it that this three-story building home is took burnt to a crisp and then they put a doll there on the shelf? And I'm thinking to myself, that's, that's the skepticism. of that's, I, You know, I'm skeptical, obviously. I have to be. But my first thought was, why are they, why are they, are they pranking me? But then I thought, well, why would they take the time to prank you when they just lost a three-story home? I mean, that doesn't make any much sense. So, uh, but when I, when I picked that doll, it was like fire. I mean, it was the it was hot, very, very, very hot. And uh, when I picked it up, I could uh, with the um, the cloth, I, I could smell the burnt. And, and the, what's interesting is on the clothing, uh, the clothing was not burnt. They had it had burnt. It has burned stains on it, where but it, it, it did not catch fire. That was the craziest thing. And I'm telling you, when I was at that paranormal conference, you know, I ta- I've heard a lot about the. Um, because people are asking me about the show. So here's what I'll tell you. I have heard a lot about haunted items. A lot. I've been in the paranormal field for a long, long time. And my first time I investigated was 35 years ago. And you hear about these things, and you're like, okay. But when I picked that doll up, and it was hot to the touch, that startled me. I, I wasn't prepared for that. And then I thought, okay, this is really interesting. So I blessed the doll, removed it. 
uh, there was no minor right of exorcism on the home. The home was destroyed. And, uh, but I, I, I blessed the grounds. That's all I could do. The family left. And, um, but when I took it to that paranormal conference in Louisville, I will never forget that. I, I was in the case, and they kept asking me, oh, please, please let us. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Just keep it in the case, keep it in the case. But at the same time, they were just, just let us see it, let us see it. And so I took it out of his case, and nobody wanted to touch it. Nobody wanted to. I mean, everything changed in that room. Uh, it, it was uh, heavy, oppressive. Everything changed. And what actually happened was when I turned around, because I was going to put it back in its case. And when I turned around to put it back in the case, someone asked me a question. And I put it next to my laptop because I, I just wasn't thinking. I just I wanted to hurry up and address the question so I wouldn't forget the question. So I was, I was putting it, I was getting ready to put it in the case. And someone said, Bishop, well, can you do that? And I put it back in the case. I said, well, let me just answer that. And then the firefighter. It was a firefighter in the front row. It said, Bishop Long, turn around. Your, your laptop's on fire. My laptop was on fire. I mean, it was on, the, the sucker was on fire. The whole room saw it. Um, it, is, uh, it was insane. So I've always heard about haunted items. But when you actually see it and you, you actually experience it, and, and there, there, is no, there is no explanation. There was no explanation for that. None. None at all. I do take it to paranormal conferences, uh, and I talk about it. I will not ever take it out of its case. I've learned that lesson uh, because I can't afford another laptop catching on fire. But not only that, but it, it, uh, it's, in, it, it's intense. And, um, yeah, the bear. Yeah, Josh is saying, I heard that bear. You've talked without batteries. It, and it did. Uh, there was another bear. Uh, it didn't really cause... Uh, haunted issues necessarily with the family, but they kept hearing this. Fa- they brought this Teddy Ruspin, and um, they brought it home. And uh, it didn't. There was no scary stuff going on in the home, but the father it woke him up in the middle of the night because the dad was hearing this Teddy Ruspin in the baby's crib because they bought it for the baby. And he, he, you know, it woke him up. So he walked in uh, to the crib, and you know, the the the, the bear stopped talking. And then it said something, and he thought, well, that's cute. But then and as he was getting ready to leave, he thought, no, wait a minute. Something's wrong here. So he picked the bear up. He looked in the back, and he remembered he did not put batteries in that bear. There were no batteries. And so he said, nope, absolutely not. I, I'm not dealing with this. It's not going to happen. No. So he contacted me, and he uh, uh, gave me uh, the bear. He said, I don't want it. And I talked to him about the epiphany of the doors, the blessing of the doors. And I was actually on a live TikTok. I was on uh, a TikTok show. Uh, and are you watching? Oh, yeah, good. Excellent. And I was just watch. I just I, literally I was doing TikTok and I held this sucker up and I showed the back. There was no batteries in it. And I turned it around and I was talking and I forgot what it said. I, have, I can't remember what it said, but it said something. And it was right there on air on TikTok. So it was just, uh, yeah, it was with my sister. So uh, it, it's one of those things. You've you got to stay away, stay away, stay away from them. Stay away from these items uh, because they're, they're very dangerous. They really are dangerous because you don't know what you're getting. And if someone was asking about um, our spirits uh, in, in the doll or attached to it, 
it's more of attachment. So what the demonic entities will do uh, is they know our weaknesses, they know our strengths, and they will prey on those weaknesses. And so the woman who bought the doll was obsessed. Uh, I mean, it's almost like an unhealthy obsession with collecting these odd oddities. Uh, she just, it was just one of those things she had to have them. And this doll became an obsession. And upset. I mean, she was nothing. She, I mean, it was just, uh, and she did some things in her in her earlier life that she shouldn't have done, uh, that caused the invitation. And so, and I didn't go into that because I don't think that's appropriate. But uh, anyway, that's that's how it all started. And so, when she brought that thing, all hell broke loose in the house. So I, I tell people, stay away from these haunted items. They're really no good. They're no good. And. Um, yeah, I mean, you just, the, um, God's not real, science made us, oh, good God. <sighs> really? Is that right, G-Wiz? <laughs> uh, G-Wiz, uh, you're more than welcome to come in and chat with us. No, 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 we're not going to block him. But G-Wiz, you're, you're more than welcome to chat with us, but one thing you're not going to do is come in and be disrespectful, because I'm not disrespectful to you. So uh, I'm, going to, I, I'm going to expect the same respect that i give you and uh it's all, it's, it's all good it's all good if you want to have a conversation we can we can talk about it we can i'll be more than happy to talk about um your views on that and why i think i would disagree with you uh but we just got to be respectful that's all just just be respectful that, that's that's it um yeah I, I think that's what we have to we we have to get back to that so okay uh, but yeah, it is. It, it's stay away from these things, guys. It, it, there's nothing. There's nothing good about it. There's nothing good. And uh, when 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 people start playing with these things and bringing them home, uh, I'm telling you, uh, it is not. Uh, nothing good comes from them. And then people say, "Well, I always buy them. I always buy them, and nothing happens." And, well, I, and I say, "Well, that's great. That's great. And, you, and then they almost get upset because nothing ever nothing happens. I'm thinking you're you're upset because nothing has happened because you brought a, a haunted item home. Are you listening to yourself? You're now actually angry that nothing happened in your home, and because I guess that's what you want. So I don't know. If you guys can explain that one to me, then you're you 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 know, uh, I guess um, you're kind of you're, you're there. So. Um, well, I've talked about um, I've talked about the existence of God before, and even using science. Well, okay. Well, okay. Let me just, you know, you say science. You say science. I, I did a presentation on this before, by the way. Uh, it, for those of you who don't know, because there's people are, were asking, you know, is there proof, or can you use scientific proof? And this has nothing to do. I understand this has nothing to do with the Bible study, but but I think this is important. Uh, if this person is legitimately interested and not just wanting to disrupt the, per- the show, then I have no problem having a conversation about it, uh, if that's the case. You know, if that's the case. Uh, because um, even Bill Nye confirmed this. Well, I mean, who's Bill Nye? I mean, so what? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Just because someone confirmed it, I mean, that doesn't make it true. I mean, that, that's someone's opinion, which I would disagree with. Okay. Um, so if I'm going to do this, a uh, gee whiz, 
that I do hope that you'll understand that. That, you, you know, where is faith? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, let me ask you a question, G-Wiz. Uh, the universe op- actually operates by uniform laws of nature. Okay? Uniforms laws of nature. Much of life may seem uncertain, but look at what we can count on day after day. We can count on gravity remains consistent. A hot cup of coffee left on a counter will get cold. The earth rotates in the same 24 hours, and the speed of light doesn't change on earth or galaxy far from us. How is it that we can actually identify laws of nature that never change? Why is the universe so orderly and so reliable? You see, the greatest scientists have been struck by how strange this is. There's no logical necessity for a universe that obeys rules, let alone one that abides by the rules of mathematics. The astonishment springs from the recognition that the universe doesn't have to behave this way, and actually it shouldn't if it's just done by nature, by law, or by just through chance. It doesn't happen by chance. It is easy to imagine a universe which conditions change unpredictably from instant to instant if there were no actual rules, but there are rules for the universe that doesn't change. Therefore, that tells me what? That actually there is an unmoved mover. There is someone created that rules and the regulations in which the universe remains. Furthermore, the DNA code informs. Do you understand all instruction, all teaching, all training comes from with intent? Someone who writes an instruction manual does so with purpose, obviously. Did you know that in every cell of our bodies there exists a a very detailed instruction code, much like a miniature computer program? As you may know, a computer program is made of ones and zeros. Okay, the way that that our range and tell a computer what to do. The DNA uh, code in each of our cells is very similar. It's made up of four chemicals that scientists abbreviate A, T, G, and C. They are arranged uh, in the human cell like, uh, you know, C, G, T, and uh, they're very structured and so on. There are three billion of these, by the way, letters in every human cell. Well, just like you can program your phone to beep for specific reasons, DNA instructs the cell. DNA, by the way, is a three-billion-lettered program telling the cell to act in a certain way. It is a full instruction manual, and that happens by chance. Why is this so amazing? Well, one has to ask, how did the information program wind up in in each human cell? By chance. These are not just chemicals. These are chemicals that actually instruct, that code in a very detailed way exactly how the person's body should even develop. Natural biological causes are completely lacking in explanation when program information is involved. Do you understand that, G-Wiz? Furthermore, you cannot find instruction, precise information like this without someone intentionally constructing it. It doesn't happen. It's impossible. Someone constructed the DNA. But you're going to tell me that that's by chance. Now, I can go on and on and on and on. If you want to talk science, if you want to talk science, you're, you're talking to a science nerd. I, listen, I went to space camp. I'm a science nerd. Nothing you're going to say to me, nothing, is going to convince me that God doesn't exist. Actually, everything that I know and believe convinces me that there must be, there must be a creator, something far above the existence in which we exist. Must be. So, there. I've given you a very brief, uh, a brief analysis. Uh, not, um, not the whole thing. So, yeah. Mm. That's our favorite question, uh, G. Was and actually, G. Was you? You're probably new uh, to the channel. Uh, it's, it's all good. I appreciate the question. I love the questions. Uh, G Wiz is asking, what, uh, when you die, what happens to you? Great question. And actually, and see, tonight, uh, Friday are paranormal nights. 
But actually, this kind of relates to the paranormal, doesn't it? Gee whiz, I encourage you, I strongly encourage you and everyone else to go to a website called nderf.org. So N-D, as in dog, E-R-F.org. Now, that is the world's largest uh, near-death experience website in which a, a doctor, a medical doctor, he owns N-D-E-R-F, and I've had him on my show, and uh, it is phenomenal. It is absolutely phenomenal. These are uh, cases in which people have clinically died. They have, clin- they have died. Irrefutable. There's documented evidence of this where they have died and they saw something. Now, some people say, well, your, your brain activity. Nope, they did an EKG. There's no brain activity. There's nothing there. There have been people died for two hours. After two, after two hours, your brain, there is no activity in your brain. You're dead. There's no oxygen in the brain. And people say, well, it's just a hallucination. Nope. Actually, there are cases that are, that are also documented. Well, there was a woman who, uh, she died. She clinically died. She flatlined. Uh, it was um, in an operating room. Her, her body, now listen to this. She actually rose. She saw herself rising from the bed. She turned around, saw her body, and then she went above the light, the really bright light that was shining on, her, on the body that they use, obviously, for operation. She was able to actually look at the four-letter word, or, or four-letter or four-number word, and she memorized it because she thought that was so weird that she saw this. She saw it, and when they were able to revive her, and when they revived her, she came back and said, there's a number up there. And she gave her the number, and she was correct. Now, that, you, you cannot tell me that's hallucination. You can't hallucinate that. that, that come on. Uh, N-D-E-R-F dot org. There, right there. Um, so you can't hallucinate that. Uh, there was a there was a t- I had a, I had a situation uh, personally where I as a as a chaplain for the hospital, uh, there was a person who flatlined, and the family w- obviously were distraught and fought like ha- I mean they fought like cats and dogs, because uh, one uh, part of the family wanted to cremate them, and the other side of the family wanted to bury them, and they were down I forgot they were a couple floors down uh, in the in the um, I think they were in the um, uh, not the waiting room, uh, a refreshment room or whatever, a candy room or whatever you call it. Uh, they were in that in a couple rooms down, a couple floors down. So they were away from the person. The person died. Uh, they were downstairs uh, in the uh, canteen room or whatever, and they were arguing. I mean, it was a, it was a, they, I mean, it was a heated argument. I was there. I was trying to you know talk to the family, explain, look, that's, uh, and the doctor told a nurse to come grab them. And the nurse came running down. I was, I was in this room with them, and the nurse grabbed and said, you need to come with me. They revived this person. When this person was revived, they lectured their family about how they should be ashamed of themselves, arguing like this about uh, fighting or what they're going to do with the ashes or what they're going to do as far as the burial. They saw this happen. They saw it. They witnessed it. Uh, now, of course, the person did not have a will, so that, 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 that was the problem. 
And uh, so that obviously when the person was able to be revived, they said, this is what I want. I want to make it very clear so this doesn't ever happen again. But that I actually witnessed that. Now, that's not a hallucination. So no one can tell me it is because it's not. You can't hallucinate that. Uh, it's not possible. So when you see something like that, that's pretty spectacular. And uh, I was I saw. I saw it with my own eyes. And, and I, I, it was, this person was flatlined. They were dead. And they were not arguing because I was in the room because I administered last rites. And they were not arguing in the room when the person passed away. They started arguing when they went, went down to the uh, canteen or whatever it's called. That's when they begin to argue. Uh, because one of the family members came and got me because I was there blessing the body. And one of the family members came and got me and said, look, we, might, we, we need you down here. Because they were arguing. So they didn't want to get in trouble. So I went down, tried to calm the family down. So they were, they were arguing. They were not by the, the, by the body. There was never, ever, ever an argument between uh, burial or cremation. Near, because people are going to say, well, the person's brain was still alive and they heard them argue. No, nope, there was no argument until they got to the canteen. Um, well, I mean, the, I, I don't necessarily see as evolution as a bad thing, uh, but I see, I, I'm, I'm more of the, um, see, I think they're a development rather than evolution because here's the problem with evolution. Then one needs to explain if we evolved from monkeys, then why aren't monkeys now still evolving into humans? You see? So that's the issue there, isn't it? So if you believe in evolution, okay, then you must, then it's on your shoulders to explain now why monkeys are not building skyscrapers. Because if we evolved, then what, when did that happen? Where did that happen? When did the split happen? And why did it happen? That's a million dollar question, isn't it? Why did it happen? Was there an intelligent design behind it because there is no logical reason for a species to completely split, split like that and then still not continuing to evolve. So you got to see, this is the thing. Again, I'm not necessarily disagreeing uh, with the, the process. However, uh, there are things that I then say, well, if that is the case, then there, that we should still have gorillas and monkeys, uh, and chimpanzees that are developing into humans, and we don't have that. So somewhere it stopped. Why? There's a, there must be a reason. See, if you we, if we do by, by laws of nature only, then that doesn't explain intelligent design. So that's the issue there, isn't it? it it's very... It's a... It's peculiar. These are great. I have. I love these these type of questions, these type of conversations, because you know when you have them, uh, it kind of um, it makes you think, and it's good. There's nothing wrong with having questions and and conversations like this. But I did uh, have a presentation on the scientific proof, scientific proof of God, uh, because I don't think science is bad. I don't. I don't look at science as evil at all, uh, and some people do, and I don't. Um, but anyway, some people look at science and some people look at science and, uh, and God or, or religion as incompatible. I don't, I don't at all. I, I think actually, if you look at science and you look deep into science, 
that actually convinces me uh, that God exists. There has to be an unmoved mover. There has to be an intelligent design. So the more I think about science, the more I realize, yep, there's clearly an explanation there. And that's the unmoved mover. So uh, there we go. Uh, that's, well, that's what I believe. Okay. Um, let me check here. Okay, there we go. All right. Um, I do. I do love science. Look, I want, like I said, I went to space camp as a kid. I mean, let me tell you something. That is, <laughs> you know, I, I'm a space camp nerd through and through, uh, through and through. And uh, there, see, here's 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 the argument, my dear friend, uh, my dear my dear new friend, uh, who who thinks that um, that we just came from monkeys and that there is no God. Okay. Hmm. You see, here's the problem with that, shall we? There is a, that's, that's a by-chance argument, that we exist just by chance, just by chance. People who claim that we exist uh, just by chance, they don't see the entire picture. It's all about cause and effect. You see, if, if you tell someone that a pencil was created just by chance and magically appeared, they would think that you're crazy. But yet, they argue that we occurred by chance. The by-chance argument completely disregards the complexity of the design itself. No, you know what i iPad does not create just by chance. There had to be a creator. Microphone. Everything. Listen to this. Listen to this. Uh, this, and this is a... <clears throat> you, you can use this quote. I came up with this quote. Yes, I did. The complexity of design alone clearly points to a greater intelligence of the divine itself. So let's say it again. The complexity of design alone clearly points to a greater intelligence of the design itself. So obviously there had to be a greater intelligence than the design. Yeah. Um, it really is. You, you just, it's impossible. You know, uh, um, Again, see, uh, now, if you're, if you're going to go keep throwing these, these, these questions like this, remember, I have a lot of people asking questions besides you, so let's, let's be fair to other people. Uh, but again, as I mentioned, a single DNL, a single, then you need to explain this to me, so, and let me, uh, let me ask you these questions. A single DNA cell alone within the human body contains so much complex information, so much, that with one single, one single DNA, just one. One single DNA that Carl Sagan compared to an equivalent of 100 million pages of Encyclopedia Britannica. That's just one small DNA. We have trillions. Come on. And even if you believe... Even if you believe in evolution, okay, the idea of a simple cell is fallacious because the human body alone is made up of 55 trillion cells. And each, each cell, by the way, cooperates with one another. Again, not by chance, but rather intelligent design. Microbiologists explain that if actually if one, if one of these 55 
trillion cells, just one, do not cooperate with the other cells, then it directly affects the human person. By chance, I don't think so. The complexity of one cell alone is so extreme and incredible that it would be impossible to be created by chance. And we have 55 trillion. By the way, mathematician, sir, you might want to check this out. Sir Fred Hoyle stated that if the universe was this by chance theory, just thrown together by chance, he asked, what would be the chance in billions and billions of years that you could obtain the basic enzymes of life by chance? Just by chance. The basic enzymes of life. And he concluded that the possibility would be mathematically impossible. Can't happen. Sorry, can't happen. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, yeah, well, no, no, it, it, so there, there's some people, here's the deal. I understand, and again, this is, this is Bible, not Bible study, but that's okay, I don't care. Uh, there are some people who have been turned off by, off by God and religion. They want nothing to do with it because they've been judged, condemned, and uh, been harshed. And, or, or some people might have been told all their lives uh, that, that, that uh, there is no God. And so when you're indoctrinated into that, I understand. I understand. Or when you are hurt. And uh, then, uh, yeah, I, because people, man has done a lot of damage to religion. Man has done a lot of damage to religion. And man has done so much damage, they turned away, people, I mean, people have turned away from God because of man's greed, uh, anger, envy, hatred, uh, sin, and doing the things that they do and harming people and using the pulpit as a scare tactic. I get it. I, I, I understand that. I do. I do. I completely understand that. So a lot of people turn away from this God because they think God is uh, this Santa Claus sitting up there judging everyone, uh, looking at the book of uh, good and bad and all this other nonsense. That, that's not God. That, that's so, uh, but that's how people want to, to approach that and, and teach it. And unfortunately, they do a lot of damage, a lot of damage to people. So, okay. So uh, there we go. Um, Yeah, here's the deal on TikTok. Okay, so here's the deal. People have been asking me if I will go live and open it up so people can subscribe. The problem if I do that is the moment that I open it up, trolls are going to immediately report it and then I'm going to be kicked off again. Do you see that? That's the problem. So that's what I'm dealing with. So if I open it up even for 10 minutes, then I'm taking a huge risk in a troll that's reporting a false live, and then I get kicked off again. So I'll, but what, I, what I think I will do is I will go live on TikTok on Sunday, and I will open it up for maybe, 15, maybe 10 minutes. That's it. 10 minutes, and I'm done. And then I'm going to close it out, and I'll open up another live, and it will only be for subscribers, and that is it. Subscribers are the only ones that's going to even be able to see it. Uh, that's the only way I can do it. That, that's the only way. And it's a shame. Isn't it, isn't it, it's such a shame that I have to do that, but I have to. Um, you know, I want to talk tonight uh, briefly. We, have, we haven't got into our topic tonight, but that's okay. Uh, skinwalkers. What are these things? What do you think skinwalkers are? I'm just curious. Have you ever heard of skinwalkers? We talked about this before. Um, 
but I am curious about what you think about what, what are, what do you think they are? There's a lot of theories, a lot of theories on skinwalkers, shapeshifters. Okay. So some people are uh, on messenger or they're saying demons. Oh, that's fine, Christine. Yeah, there's no, I mean, there's no rush, but uh, I just, I, th- that's the problem. I just can't open it up because once I do, I, I'm going to take the risk this Sunday. That's all I can do. But th- that's the thing. That's why I have it on Facebook. I have it on YouTube. I have it on Twitter. I have it on Spreaker. I have it on, so I have it on so many other, other outlets. You don't have to subscribe on TikTok. That, that's why I have it. Uh, yeah, and again, you can go on YouTube or, 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 um, or, or Facebook, so, or Clapper. So director Alan Green says the natives that are evil witches, okay? Yeah, it's not as fun, but unfortunately I was falsely reported because I thanked our military men and women and I was then kicked off TikTok for a week. Let that sink in. Isn't that terrible? Uh, in Navajo legend, uh, a skinwalker is a medicine man who has gone to the dark side and is able to shapeshift into animals and other people. This is by Stephen Wagner. Uh, by night, uh, they transform and inflict pain and suffering. And there's a question. Uh, there was a, uh, an Arizona family. They encountered what they think was a skinwalker on an eerie, deserted highway through the Navajo, uh, yep, uh, through the Navajo country. Uh, on Cursed Native American. Yeah. See, the thing is, here's what, here's what I... <laughs> Here's also what a very interesting thing that I find kind of concerning in a way. But my grandmother was full Cherokee. She was Cherokee. And I, I just find it somewhat uh, a little upsetting sometimes when bad things happen on people's homes. And it's scary and it's violent. And, it's, and so many people then say, oh, it must be Native American ground. And I think, what is this? Where are we going with this? I mean, think about that. I mean, that's kind of insulting that people immediately start thinking, what, Native American ground. That's, that is why you're having all these demon attacks. I think that's a little offensive. But I have noticed that. I have noticed that a lot in the paranormal community. Um, sometimes demons are not even mentioned. It's always a violent activity. Oh, it must be Native American ground. Native American must be Native American ground. You know, this, that, that to me is, uh, that's, a little, that's a little much. That's a little much. Uh, I just, I don't know. Oh, no, 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 Jan. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the paranormal community. So you were, you were talking about cursed Native American ground. Uh, no, no, I'm not talking about cursed Native American, like burial grounds. I'm not, I'm not referring to that, uh, like ancient burial grounds. In the paranormal community, there are people that uh, immediately, if there's a paranormal activity that's violent in the home, oh, it, is this paranormal? Is, it, uh, is this a, a Native American ground? It must be Native American. Like, oh, yeah, those bad, those bad Native Americans. And I'm thinking, you know, my grandmother was Native American, full Cherokee. You know, she, it's just, I don't understand. But all her life, Frances T. has seen things, heard things, and felt them. Born into a family of sensitives, uh, this was rather normal. So in, she says, in my family, you were considered odd if you didn't experience abnormal things, Frances says. We never talked much about experiences or our feelings about them. We just accepted them as normal, which, in fact, to us, they are. But nothing could have prepared our family for what they encountered on a dark, desolate road in Arizona 20 years ago. 
It's a mysterious and traumatizing event that haunts them even to this day. So here's what happened. Francis's family had moved from Wyoming to Flagstaff, Arizona, in 1978, shortly after her high school graduation. Well, sometime between 1982 and 1983, 20-year-old Frances, her father, mother, and her younger brother took a road trip back to Wyoming uh, in the family pickup truck. Now, the trip was a vacation to visit with friends in and around their own hometown. So the only member of the family not present was her older brother, who was in the Army. He was stationed at Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Well, the course along Route 163 took them through the Navajo Indian Reservation and through the town of Cayenta, which is just south of the Utah border and the magnificent Monument Valley Navajo Tribal Park. Well, anyone who's lived in Arizona for any length of time knows that the Indian Reservation can be a beautiful, if harsh, place for non-natives. Many strange things happen out there. Francis says, even my friend in Navajo warned us of traveling through the reservation, especially at night. Well, along with uh, the warning, however, Francis's Native American friend blessed the family, and they were on their way. So the trip uh, to Wyoming was uneventful. Nothing happened. But the trip back home to Arizona along the same route more than justified the warning from Francis's friend. She said, it still gives me goosebumps. She says, to this day, I have major anxiety attacks when I have to travel to the North Country at night. I avoid it at all, ca- all costs. She said it was a warm summer night around 10 p.m. when the family's pickup was heading south on 163, about 20 to 30 miles from the town of Cayenta. Uh, it was a moonless night on this lonely stretch of road, so, so pitch black that they could only just see a few feet beyond the headlights, so dark that closing their eyes actually brought them relief from the phantomless black. Well, they had been driving for hours with Francis's father at the wheel, and the vehicle's passengers had long ago settled into quiet. And Francis and her father sandwiched her mother in the, the truck's cab so while her brother enjoyed the night air in the back of the pickup. And suddenly, Francis's father broke the silence, We have company, he said. Francis and her mother turned around and looked out the back slider window. Sure enough, a pair of headlights appeared over the crest of a hill, then disappeared as the car went down, then reappeared. Well, Francis commented to her father, it was nice to have company on the stretch of, of the road. If something went wrong, neither vehicle or its passengers would be alone. Well, thunder began to rumble from the vast, clouded sky, and the parents decided that their son should come into the cab before he got soaking wet from any rain that might fall. Well, Frances opened the slider window, and her little brother crawled in, squeezing between her and her mom. So Frances turned to close the window and again noticing the headlights from the following car. They're still behind us, her father said. They must be either going to Flagstaff or or Phoenix. We'll probably meet them in Cayenta when we stop to fuel up. So Francis watched the car's headlights crested another hill and began its descent until it disappeared. And she watched for them to reappear and watch, and they didn't reappear. She told her father that the car should have crested the other hill again, but hadn't. Maybe they slowed down, he suggested, or pulled over. That was possible, but it just didn't make sense to Francis. Why in the heck would a driver slow down, or worse yet, stop at the bottom of a hill in the middle of the night with nothing around for miles and miles? So Francis asked her father, you think they want to keep sight of the car in front of them in case anything happened? People do weird stuff when they're driving, her father replied. So Francis kept watching, turning around every few minutes to check for those headlights, but they never appeared. And when she turned to look one last time, she noticed that the pickup was slowing down. 
Turning back to look out the windshield, she saw that they were rounding a sharp bend in the road, and her father had slowed the truck to about 55 miles per hour. From that moment, time itself seemed to slow down for Francis. The atmosphere changed, taking an otherworldly quality. I mean, just weird. And Frances turned her head to look out the window passenger, and when her mother screamed and her father cried out, Christ, what is that? So Frances didn't know what was happening. But one hand instinctively reached over and held down the button to lock the door, and the other tightly grabbed the door handle. She braced her back against her small brother and held firmly into the door, still not knowing quite why. So her brother was now yelling, what is it, what is it? And her father immediately flipped on the interior cab light, and Francis could see what he was petrified over. She said, I've never, ever seen my father scared like that in my whole life. Not when, when he came home from the tours of Vietnam, not when he came from special assignments, not even when someone tried to firebomb our house. Francis's father was as white as a ghost. She could see the hair on the back of his neck standing straight out like a cat's, and when the hair on his arms, and she could even see the goosebumps on his skin. Panic was filling the cab. Frances' mother was so frightened she began shouting in her native Japanese in a high, squeaky voice. As she frantically wrung her hands, the little boy just kept saying, Oh my God, this is insane. And as the pickup sped around the bend of the road, Frances could see the shoulder dropped off deeply in a ditch. Her father slammed on the brakes to prevent the truck from swerving into the ditch, and as the pickup was slowing to a stop, something leaped out of the ditch at the side of the truck, and now Francis could clearly see what had started the panic. It was black. It was hairy. Was eye level with the passengers in the cab. If this was a man, it was like no man Francis had ever seen. Yet, despite its monstrous appearance, whatever this thing was, it wore man's clothing. It had on white and blue checked shirts and uh, uh, long, long pants. She thinks it was jeans. Its arms were raised over its head, almost touching the top of the cab. This creature remained there for a few seconds, looking into the cab, and then the pickup was past it. Frances could not believe what she had seen. It looked like a hairy man or a hairy animal in man's clothing, she said, but it looked like an ape. It did not look like an ape or anything like that. Its eyes were yellow. Its mouth was open. Now, although time seemed frozen and distorted in this moment of fantastic horror, it was all over within a few minutes. The headlights, her little brother coming into the cab, and the whole thing. So by the time the family reached Cayenta for gas, they had finally calmed down. Francis and her father climbed out of the pickup, checked the side of the truck to see if the creature had done any damage. They were surprised to see that the dust on the road on the side of the truck was undisturbed. And so was the dust on the hood. A roof on the truck. In fact, they found nothing out of the ordinary. No blood, no hair, no nothing. The family stretched their legs, rested at Kenyatta for about 20 minutes. And the car that had been following them never did show up. It's as if the car simply vanished. And they drove to Flagstaff with the cab light on and the door securely locked. She says, I, I wish I could say this was the end of the story, but it's not. So we got some more stories on this one. And... So a few nights later, around 11 o'clock, Francis and her brother were awakened by the sounds of drumming. And they looked out his bedroom uh, window in the backyard, which was surrounded by a fence. And at first they saw nothing but the forest beyond the fence. Then the drumming grew louder. And three or four men appeared behind the wooden fence. It looked like they were uh, trying to climb the fence, but couldn't quite manage to bring their legs high enough to swing over it. Unable to get into the yard, the men began to chant. 
and Frances was so scared she slept with her little brother that night. Sometimes later, Frances sought out her Navajo friend, hoping that she could offer some type of explanation for these strange incidents. And she told Frances that it was a skinwalker that had tried to attack her family. Skinwalkers are creatures of Navajo land and legend, witches that can shape-shift into animals. That a skinwalker attacked them was quite unusual. Frances' friend told her as it had been a long time since she had heard any activity about skinwalkers, and they had normally don't bother non-natives. Francis took her friend back by the fence where she had seen the strange men climbing to climb in. The Navajo woman considered the scene for a moment. Then revealed that three or four skinwalkers had visited the house. She said they wanted the family but could not gain access because something was protecting the family. Francis was astonished. Why? Why would the skinwalkers want her family? Your family has a lot of power, the Navajo woman said, and they wanted it. And again, she said that your skinwalkers usually don't bother non-natives, but she believed that they wanted the family enough to expose themselves. And later that day, she blessed the perimeter of the property, the, the house, the vehicle, the family. So we haven't been bothered by skinwalkers since then, Francis said. Then again, I haven't been back to Cayenta. I've gone through other towns on the reservation, yes, at night, but I'm not alone. I carry a weapon, and I carry protective amulets. That's kind of a crazy story. I mean, that really is... Um, some, they experienced something. And, um, uh, okay, gee whiz, I'm not going to keep going back and forth, okay? I've got a lot of people asking questions, and I think now you're um, kind of, let's, let's relax a little bit. Uh, tonight's Paranormal Night. Uh, people wait an entire week to discuss paranormal, so tonight is paranormal. If you wanted us, we can have a conversation tomorrow, and tomorrow, um, tomorrow we have open mic night. So that's more appropriate there. Uh, I, I don't have a problem asking questions, but t- there, a lot of people wait for an entire week to do. We do only this show once a week, so tonight is strictly paranormal. And uh, but I have I did entertain your questions, uh, but uh, tomorrow uh, I'll be here tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. God willing, the creek don't rise, and we ha- it's open mic. We can talk about anything you want to discuss. Anything you want to discuss, we'll talk about it. And then of course I'm also on. Uh, live Sundays and Wednesdays, uh, which is Bible study. So, you know, I've never been, yeah, it's interesting because I've never been to the Skinwalker Ranch, but I certainly would like, um, that would be an interesting place to go to, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, you can go to bishopjameslong.com there, gee whiz. uh, um, uh, Just go to bishopjameslong.com and all my social media uh, outlets, they're, they're, they're there for you, so... So there you go. Um, yeah, tonight's Paranormal Night, Supernatural. But listen to this. You know, there's um, explorers. There are explorers that uh, have vanished without a trace. Without a trace. Oh, oh, you're not far from the gen. Oh, wow, that's pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool to visit. Uh, this is by Michelle uh, Debzak. And I am, you're pessimistic? Oh, that's fair. I'm pessimistic. You're pessimistic about what, though? <laughs> you're, I'm pessimistic. What are you pessimistic about? Yeah, skinwalkers is interesting, isn't it? It's an interesting topic. Uh, I, I'm skeptical. Pessimism means negative. Uh, but I'm skeptical uh, of uh, skinwalkers. I'm willing to listen and I'm willing to learn and hear different people's perspective, but I am skeptical when it comes to um, skinwalkers. Uh, but there are people who swear by them, absolutely swear. 
But uh, again, this is by Michelle. And this is a history of full, in, I mean, this is individuals who went out on a journey never to return. From a record-breaking mountain climber to a British adventurer who may have died searching for a city that doesn't even exist and beyond. These explorers have fates that are shrouded in mystery. Well, we all know the story of Amelia Earhart. Oh, oh you're, you're, yeah, of Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, I, I'd like to, I would love to learn more about it, that's for sure. Well, Amelia Earhart, for those of you who don't know, her navigator, Fred Noonan, seemingly vanished on July the 2nd, 1937. Uh, during uh, Earnhardt's second attempt to become the first pilot to circumnavigate the globe around the uh, equatorial region, uh, the fact that neither the bodies nor the aircraft were ever recovered is common knowledge. But one theory regarding their fate it actually isn't well known. Listen to this. According to the International Group for Historic Aircraft Recovery, it's possible that the duo got lost and landed on Nikumaroro Island in the Pacific Ocean. This would explain the human bones and U.S.-made artifacts found on the remote island in the years following their disappearance. It would also explain why complete remains of the pair were never recovered. So this island is crawling with coconut crabs, which grows up to be three feet across, and they were known to eat pretty much anything, including the remains of large animals. Now, in one study involving a pig carcass, coconut crabs dispersed the animal's bones as far as 60 feet from the original location. So the coconut crab hypothesis is just one of many theories surrounding what happened to the trailblazing aviator, but it may be the creepiest. Um, oh, well, thank you very much. I'm glad you liked the show. I'm glad you liked uh, the uh, Eli Ross show. Um, yeah. I think that's it was a lot of fun. It was it was a lot of fun doing it. It was I and we enjoyed it. Um, it was a good time. And uh, so. Uh, there's a, a Piercy uh, Fawcett. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. Uh, unlike the other explorers on the list, Piercy Fawcett was searching for something that's never been proven to even exist. So while mapping the Amazon rainforest in the early 20th century, he became convinced of the existence of an ancient jungle city he dubbed Z. And in the 1920s, he organized several expeditions with the goal of locating the lost ruins. Well, for his final trip in 1925, he brought along his son Jack and his son friend Raleigh. Well, he had confidence in this mission, but he also had the foresight to request that no one come looking for them if they didn't return. All right. Well, his wishes were honored, unfortunately. Uh, in the decades th- since the team disappeared, over 13 expeditions have tried and failed to find them, leading to the deaths of an additional 100 or more people. As for what happened to Piercy, some theories are optimistic. Legends tell of the explorer getting lost on purpose and forming an occult commune in the Amazon, uh, or uh, perhaps assimilating into a local tribe or... God forbid, something even worse, you know. So it's kind of weird when you have these explorers and you hear these stories. It's really strange. Some of these stories are very, very odd. Um, it was good. Okay. Uh, all right. Let me just. Um, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, people are asking. I will be here tomorrow uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, where I'll be talking about, oh, it's open mic night. We just have a good conversation. And uh, we just sit and chat with everybody and, and go from there. Um, uh, 
Okay, so I am getting a, a message from the team that, that they need to speak to me immediately. All right. Uh, okay, so yeah, like I had mentioned earlier when I first started the show, there's a team right now that is working a demonic case, uh, and uh, they are asking me to call them immediately. So I'm going to have to cut the show, uh, obviously, early tonight due to uh, what's occurring. Uh, that's what we do. Uh, that's, that's what we do. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going there. I'm not going there because they're in another state. But um, uh, they, they obviously something is happening. So uh, I'm going to uh, run. And so for those of you on uh, Spreaker, I'm going to say goodnight to you guys. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.